Hello everyone, welcome to the Classroom Management 101 podcast. My name is Jacob Bexel. Today we're going to be covering Chapter 4 of the Classroom Management for Middle School and High School Teachers, Pearson. And Chapter 3 of Better Than Carrots or Sticks. Now I'm going to start with the Pearson. And I really like a lot of the things that they have in here. And the biggest... The biggest issue is to be respectful when you're talking about classroom rules and procedures, which is what these what this chapter is about. Um, respecting other people's property, obeying the school rules, and also you know aligning some things with your school rules within your classroom, such as the consequences for um, actions that uh, go beyond or break the rules or procedures. Now, I like the way that they discuss and talk about how you should involve your students in creating these rules. I find it very helpful to involve the students in all of the aspects of their education, especially their behavior within the classroom and what what we expect from everyone. Everybody wants respect and everybody wants to know what the expectation of them is. And they cover a a lot of areas of that in this chapter. I like that they have the procedures for attendance and tardiness and if you're absent the previous day because then you don't have to deal with a student who's confused when they show up and maybe you don't have time to address it immediately, so you have to wait till the end of class. So they're kind of confused the entire time they're there. It's best to have these things in place so you can um, simply have the student follow the procedure and... and, uh, get up to speed with the rest of the class as quickly as possible. Um, They also go into the use of procedures for different types of activities within your class, which I find is very helpful. You you may have a different procedure for when students are seated as to when they're maybe moving around or they're in small groups or when they want to ask for help. There might be a procedure that you put in place for that. And these are helpful... um, because they're not only creating the boundaries and the expectations for your students, they're also having them pay attention to their social skills, which is definitely something that um, is constantly developing. I mean, myself, I'm 44, still developing those social skills. Um, Also covers the use of material and supplies. You know, sometimes students will abuse their privilege to have the supplies that you're providing for them and usually those are are coming out of the teacher's pocket these days so i'm gonna jump over to better than carrots or sticks now because there's a very very nice uh graphic on page 55 of this chapter um which is a titled example of procedures aligned to rules and i like it especially because of the headers um There's three categories, and the first one is rule, take care of yourself. The second one is take care of each other. And the third is take care of this place, which I like because that's going to cover almost all of your bases. I mean, you need to take care of yourself, firstly, make sure you're you're, um, getting what you need to be successful in the class. And you also need to make sure that you're not interfering with other people's Uh, ability to get their work done in class and also you need to make sure that the classroom doesn't devolve into some kind of madness and uh and or do any damage to anything in there because students are going to need everything that you can provide for them in a classroom um they they discuss um teaching and reteaching the procedures 
and also having the students involved with that. But then you need to have a clear vocabulary uh, in place, which is going to reinforce the rules and procedures that you have for your your classroom. And students um, usually respond well to that because they're involved, they get to decide, and they have to understand that if they want something to be a, a rule or a procedure, then they have to adhere to it as well. And then they're um, involved in the process of not only creating it, but also reinforcing it and enforcing it. There are a lot of headers here about what students want, and I, I like them. Um, I'm just going to read them really quickly, and then we'll go over a few. Students want teachers to challenge them to think. Students want teachers to nurture their self-respect. Students want teachers to show them they can make a difference. Students want teachers to point them toward their goals. Students want teachers to make them feel important. Students want teachers to build on their interests. Students want teachers to tap their creativity. And students want teachers to bring out the best in them. All of these are extremely valid and very important. These, all these uh, are things that, uh, as instructors or teachers, that you're trying to do all the time anyway. But when you have uh, a specific set of procedures and expectations, then the students, it actually gives them more free reign within those to be creative and to have open discussions and to not worry about um, being told to be quiet, sit down, any of that, or being insulted by their peers or, you know, any, any kind of obtuse reaction that someone might have for it. Then we get on to the discussion of consequences, and I think uh, consequences also need to be discussed with the students and used. Um, in the way that the students and the instructor agree to, but I also think they need to be aligned with the school expectations and their rules and procedures. Not 100%, but they need to be, I mean, you can't have a consequence that's worse or much less than the one the school themselves would impose for the same behavior. It should be in line with that policy because you don't want to create tension between your students in the school or any more animosity than is necessary or already in place. Um, there's a lot of plan for supports and I like that because when the students plan for supports, then if they're having issues like they're always on their phone or something you can and and these in these uh, situations keep arising you can take you can set up a plan for them where okay maybe you let them uh, go out to the bathroom twice during the period and during that time you tell them they have five minutes and they can be on their phone if they want to but they have to be back in five minutes or there's either a consequence or that ends the ability for them to do that it's kind of like a small rewards based system and i i personally don't think i would involve other students in the um in the discussion of a specific student support plan that will help them be more successful because they tend to get uh, upset. Well, I want to be on my phone, you know, and they're, then they all want to go in the hallway and be on their phone, which is definitely not a productive way to run your classroom. Um, that's all I have. So this has been Jacob Bexel. Today we talked about Chapter 4 from Classroom Management for Middle and High School Teachers, Pearson, and Better Than Carrots or Sticks. Both were focused on classroom rules and procedures. I thank you. Have a great day.